If you've been thinking about creating an online course, but you're getting stuck on which problem to solve with your online course, or if that doesn't even really make sense to you because you're trying to come up with a solution first, this episode of Create, Market, and Sell Your Online Course is for you, my friend. In this episode, we're gonna go through the four things you need to think about in order to mine your brain, and yes, I said mine, as in dig into, to make sure that your course is on point for your customer. Spoiler alert, it's not about you. <laughs> Sorry to say, let's get to it. You're listening to the Create, Market, and Sell Your Online Course podcast. I'm your host, Heather DeVoe, and I help entrepreneurs just like you create, market, and sell your online course quickly, because who has time for slow? Each episode brings insights, advice, coaching, action items, and real-world experience from the course creation industry. If you're an entrepreneur thinking about creating an online course, this podcast is for you. And when you're ready, you can come and join our signature program, Create, Market, and Sell, your online course. You'll spend 30 days creating that course, 30 days developing a marketing plan, and 30 days building a sales strategy. Nobody does it faster. Let's get to it. All right, welcome to episode 103 of Create, Market, and Sell Your Online Course. I'm your host, Heather DeVoe. I am super excited to be here today. I am always excited to be here. I feel like we're getting a ton of traction with this podcast these days. If you're loving this podcast, if you're showing up here, binge listening, re-listening to episodes, please do give it a rating and review. And I think the best place to do that is in the Apple Podcasts app. That seems to be the place where most people go. But if there's another way for you to do that and you know that, let me know. Uh, I'll let everyone else know. But I only really know about Apple Podcasts, so I'm going to make that offer to you here. What we're going to talk about today is the problems that you solve with your online course and how this might get you hung up from starting and for sure, as sure as shit actually, when you do start it is definitely gonna get you hung up. But if you're not even started yet, you're probably already thinking about this problem and that is preventing you from taking the plunge to come and work with me to learn how to create, market, and sell your online course. Now here's the thing, and I said it in the intro for this podcast, the problems you solve are not actually about you. And that's really hard for entrepreneurs to understand. We instinctively think we're the star of the show. And I mean, we are in lots of ways, but when it comes to offering solutions to our customers, it can never be about us. It's not about how excited we are. It's not about how much we are in love with our solution. It's not about how great we think the offer is. It's all about what does the customer think about that? And what can we get the customer to do in response to what they think about that? All right, so I'm gonna just kind of let that simmer there for a minute. If you are upset that I said it's not about you, I am sorry, but them's the apples, all right? You wanna get this done right, this is how you're going to do it. The first piece of advice I have for you here is to not focus on the course that you're going to build and you are going to build it, right? You're gonna build it eventually, you're gonna come and work with me to create, market, and sell your online course eventually, if not now, then when? I mean, come on. But when you think about this, 
you're probably all caught up in the solution is the course. And this is how this plays out. You imagine yourself creating this course. You're all excited to start selling it. And the way you start selling it is to tell people, look, if I got a program for you. But it's not about the program. It's not about what you can do for them. It's about what you can help them do for themselves. That is the major difference when you are offering a course for sale. It's not about the vehicle of the course package itself. It's not about you. It's about what happens when they come and take this course, what they can do for themselves. Because online courses empower action and transformation. Yes, you're there. Yes, you get to take credit for all that. Yes, you get to boast all the testimonials about it, but it actually isn't about you. So what I want you to think about today is the idea of being in love with the problem that you're going to plug into this course. And I'm going to show you how to do that when you come and work with me. The problem that you're going to plug into this course to help your customer find a resolution. We're going to think about four things here. Number one is we need to do some data mining. Before we ever go to the market, before we ever go and do a customer interview, we need to have our head on straight. We need to know where our subject matter expertise lives, what we're really good at. At this point, we don't need to understand the opportunities available to us. We don't even yet need to understand the problems our customers have. We need to be confident in our own shit. Because if you're not confident in your own shit, it's going to be really hard for you to get that information out of your head and onto the page. If you are, and I did a podcast about this a while ago, if you are what I would call a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, you are probably in this place right now where you're thinking about, oh my god, I could solve so many problems. What does that even look like? I love art, I love singing, I love dancing, I love drawing, I love going on trips, I love helping people organize their data, I love writing blogs, I love recording podcasts, I love writing testimonials for people, I like doing reviews, all the things, you love all the things and somehow you're making money doing all of them. But we need to really look at where is the expertise? Because jacks of all trades, it's a little hard when you're trying to jack of all trade your course, okay? We want to have a very specific problem and a very specific solution that just so happens to come in the form of an online course. So if you consider yourself a jack of all trades, awesome. Dig into one area at a time, okay? Here's what we're going to look for. Who you are, what you do, and if you have multi-passionate sense, do these one at a time, who you are, what you do, when and how you do it, and why. Who you are, what you do, when and how you do it, and why. So let's say that you are someone who consults with lawyers to help lawyers with their HR problems. You might have three or four offerings that you make to lawyers who have trouble with human resources issues. I want you to look at each one of those offerings and I want you to ask yourself, who do I offer that to? What is it that I offer? When and how do I offer it? And why? Okay, that's sort of first step. 
data mining. This is called data mining. We're just mining your own experience, okay? Not minding, M-I-N-D, mining, M-I-N-I-N-G, like coal. Your brain has diamonds in the rough. We need to scrub the fuck out of that coal to see, hey, what is your expertise actually? What can we actually be capitalizing on? Here's a really interesting observation that I've been making as of late. Most business owners that I've been talking to lately have been in one way or another letting me know that they're running businesses they don't really love. They're offering services that don't light them up. They don't love the solutions they're offering. They don't love the problems they're solving. But it's paying the bills. And I see this with entrepreneurs who are taking government grants that don't technically align with the work they really want to be doing just because they need to be paying the bills. And there's a time and a place for that. But if that's your only revenue stream for an entire year, two years, three years, I hate to tell you, but you're living on the government teat. So you need to adjust who, what, when, and how, and why based on what you're actually doing. So that's why I'm asking you to look at this because you might come and work with me and think you only have one option. And the truth is, is you have so many options, it's probably actually overwhelming you and you're feeling like you're cornered into choosing an option. Most people choose what they perceive to be the most lucrative option. And that's good advice, but it's not always the kind of thing that is going to help you build a life that you actually want. I'm going to give you an example from my own life. I have tried many times, many different versions of businesses under the guise of, oh my God, I could sell that. Oh no, I could definitely sell that. People would definitely buy that. And there are people in my life that when they have an idea, they say to me, well, you could do that. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> now I get to say, I don't fucking care. There was a time when a friend of mine would call me up and have a great idea about how we could monetize something and I would be all over it, but like I'd fucking hate it. And then I grew a pair and started saying things like, no, that doesn't align with what I'm doing. I'm only focusing on this right now. So there is a tremendous pressure, even from our closest advisors, friends, colleagues, and our associates to get the money. But if you're going to make the switch from service delivery one-on-one -on -one, to creating an online course, you have to draw the line in the sand somewhere. So I want to help you do that. I want to help you choose what the fuck am I going to create this course on. So we're mining our own data. Who, what, when, and how, and why. Have you ever heard the term jobs to be done? Jobs to be done is a concept that was developed by Anthony Ulrich, and I actually had to look this up. It's Ulwick, actually, U-L-W-I-C-K. I was first introduced to the idea of jobs to be done probably four years ago now. I took a workshop, it was a free workshop offered by Nova Scotia Business Incorporated, uh, NSBI, and they had brought in a speaker whose name was Caitlin Burgoyne, I think it was, and I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. And Caitlin ran this really great workshop for people, custom, or for businesses to understand their customers. And the workshop was called Customer Camp. And it was all based on the idea of 
your customer has a job they need done and they're going to the market to find someone who can service that job. So a great example of this is you're coming home at the end of the day, you picked up the kids from daycare, the kids are screaming in the back seat, they're hungry, you're tired, you're hungry, you don't wanna have to go home and cook, and so you're running down Restaurant Alley, and there's a McDonald's and a Burger King and a Dairy Queen and a Wendy's and a Subway and whatever, and you choose McDonald's. The job to be done is I must feed my children. We need sustenance, albeit not very good. We need sustenance. When you have choice, like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Subway, all those things, why do you go to McDonald's? Did you know that McDonald's has one of the best reputations in the industry for consistency? I read a statistic that said parents of autistic children go to McDonald's more than any other restaurant because their, their artistic children expect things to be the same all the time. And when things are different, that is upsetting to the child who has autism. So parents go to McDonald's because they get the same thing all the time. They know whether they're in Kentucky, whether they're in Texas, whether they're in Minnesota, whether they're in Toronto, whether they're in Vancouver, whether they're in Newfoundland, McDonald's is McDonald's is McDonald's. The job to be done is I need to feed my kid, myself, my family. There was a time when the job to be done was it needs to be economical, but fuck, so many things cost so much money now. I don't even know if you can make the argument that McDonald's is economical anymore, but the job to be done still remains. We need something we can rely on. Now, you may, and this isn't like to shoot up Burger King or anything like that, but you may have had the experience that when you go to Burger King, like I have, that then burgers are not hot. <laughs> They're just not hot. I have not had a hot Whopper in years. I go over to Burger King, I get a cold Whopper. I go over to McDonald's, I get a hot McChicken sandwich. It is the same, almost down to the number of lettuce slices on it. The job to be done is... I am hungry. I need to have sustenance. So this idea of the job to be done for your customer is the problem you solve for your customer. And the way you do that is to provide a solution. Remember, the solution is not take my course. The solution is I'm going to show you step by step A, B, C, D. At the end of this program, you will be able to do this X, Y, Z. So what is the job to be done? Here's how I break it down. And I teach you this in my program. We go into this quite in depth in the beginning because you have to wrap your head around understanding the data that you get from your customers. Your customers will say to you that I would love to be able to, let's say for example, I would love to be able to learn to draw, but I don't know how to do the different techniques. If we reverse engineer that sentence, what we have is a problem identifying a job that needs to be done. So let me say this again. Your customer will say to you, I'd love to be able to learn how to draw, but I don't know the techniques. So when we reverse engineer this, what we actually get is, if I knew the techniques, I would be able to draw. 
So the job to be done in that sentence is, I need to know how to do the techniques. So we create a course on the techniques. The promise we make, and I just recorded this episode a couple of episodes ago, when you're promising results, the promise you make is, by learning these techniques, you will be better able to draw. Is that clear? Is that measurable? Is there action in that? Yes. Okay, that's the job to be done. So when you're thinking about the problems you solve, you have to start with analyzing your experience. Where do you fit? What do you got? What cards can we throw on the table? We have to identify the jobs to be done. And you do this, by the way, in tandem with your customers. They send you out to the market to interview your customers to find out what are they struggling with? What do they need? The third thing that we look at is what progress do they want to make? So you'll notice that in my example about drawing, we're not saying we want to be Picasso, which is like arguably good. (laughs) What they're saying is they want to improve and learn techniques. So it's a starting point. This kind of language is super, super important for you to sit down and create your online course because you can't promise the moon. It takes time and money to get to the moon. Courses are almost always designed as iterative. What I mean by that is there's a course one. Then when you've mastered this skill in course one, you go to course two. Then when you've mastered this skill, you go to course three. And that's how you start to build roadmaps for your customers. But we talk about that in Create, Market, and Sell Your Online Course. What is the customer journey with this online course? Because you're going to get so addicted to doing this, you're going to want to create more and more courses. But you also, at the same time, have to master not just creating it, but marketing and selling it. That's why I've added two extra modules to my program and turned it from a four-week program into a 12-week program. The first four weeks is the exact same as it was when I was delivering Think Big, Move Fast, create your online course in 30 days flat. You still do that. Then you get eight more weeks with me where we talk about What does this look like in the market for your customer? How are you marketing to them? What is the job to be done that you speak about? How are you mining your experience and their experience to put you front and center when they're ready? How do you sell it? That all comes down to what progress do they want to make? How do they want to be better? We're not promising the moon. We're promising one clear actionable, measurable result, And that might feel like it's not enough for you, but I promise you it is. What makes it enough, what makes it super valuable to your customer is if you can deliver on that promise. We're not promising 10,000 social media followers. We're promising a strategic plan that you can implement week in and week out that will over time help you gain more followers. Clear? actionable, measurable. What do they want? They want more followers. What is the job to be done? Get more followers. Then we look at, all right, here's the problem. Here's where we fit. Here's what we've got. Here's the progress they want to make. How do I plug in my expertise? The outlet for this is your online course. That is the container. But how do you plug it into that? That's where my frameworks come into play. That's where my 20 years of experience doing curriculum development, creating online courses, 
being an instructional designer will be at your beck and call. This is where I shine. I help you distill down all of your experience, whether it's one year or 20 years. Take all of that experience and make it clear, actionable, and measurable so that every step of the way your customer's going, holy fuck, this is working. And before they know it, they will get a different result. They will be different. They will have something different. The name of the game is always better. Can we make them better than they were yesterday? And I can help you do that. If you want to learn more about how to identify the problems that you're solving for your customers with an online course, how to mine the data in your brain, how to identify the jobs to be done, how to figure out what progress they actually want to make and turn it into a course that you can sell over and over again, I want to invite you to come and book a call with me and my team. We would love to chat with you about what it looks like to nail this down the first time so that you can learn how to lather, rinse, and repeat this system to help your customers all over the world. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and you're all fired up to create that online course, come join us in Create, Market, and Sell Your Online Course. Our signature program helps you get your ideas out of your head and onto the page fast. We'll build your course with you in 30 days flat. Then you'll spend 30 days developing a marketing plan and you'll build a sales strategy because your business deserves to be in the world making that impact you want to make. An online course can help you do that, my friend, and we can help you create it. Go to heatherdevoe.com right now and sign up. I can't wait to see what you create in the world.